0: What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C Stay in your seat What's for lunch today? It's Brown Bag, Brown Bag The
1: Brown Bag Lunch Group my co-host drew luster up in gloucester massachusetts drew how are we doing this week and what's the day of the week
0: two great questions doing well um pretty solid weekend of weather a little bit of a little bit of a chill in the air which i like day of the week is a, is just a classic summer day of the week tomorrow wednesday august 18th national soft ice cream day personally love me some soft serve chocolate and a wafer cone it melts to the bottom of the cone. It's been a love of the week if you listen. This is recurring folks and this will be a theme of the pod today too. Listening to, to past episodes, but long story short, this week if any would be the week to get yourself some soft serve ice cream. Summer is it's flying by and take advantage folks.
1: Absolutely. Question for you, are you yep. a, are you a Jimmy's guy on your, you know,
0: twist? No, I So I'm really a twist guy. I'm just plain, as straight as can be, chocolate soft serve. With really no, I'm not a huge topping guy unless I'm doing like something in a dish. Yep. Because toppings get messy and I like things simple and clean.
1: The only place I'll get the vanilla all is McDonald's because it just, it hits different at mcdonald's but
0: that's fair and you don't want to go too crazy at mcdonald's either you don't no. want to ask for too much
1: now are you the wafer cone or are you going to go waffle cone sugar cone i'm a i'm a wafer guy that little tiny small soft serve one
0: Wafer every single day of the week it's it's just perfect it's it's structurally sound what it needs to be but after about you know four and a half five minutes the ice cream melts down to the bottom and when you get that last bite of like cone that's just sopped up with ice cream money
1: yeah agreed uh A lot of talk there, almost on the love side of things. We have to stick to our game plan here. Yeah, we got to take
0: a little bit of a U-turn. And air Air some some grievances.
1: A lot of hate hate this week from the fans. Oh my lord. Yeah,
0: I got to give a shout out to the fans this week. I think in recent memory, we haven't seen this type of response in a while. So we just thank you guys for the support and following along. uh, Because it's so much funner. With the interaction, especially a hate of the week week, there's nothing like it to get yeah. us going.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I will say, it's been a tough week, it sounds like for the folks out there. So Yeah. With that, let's dive right in, Drew. Let's start off with the fan submissions first this week and then we'll get into ours.
0: Yeah, so there was first again, there was a couple a couple really good ones. The first one I gotta go with. Uh one of Leah's good friends said, My coworkers. Um <laughs> I'm not going to name names or get into it, obviously, but that is really as good as it gets for some folks. I'm not going to speak for myself, but in some situations, you know, depending on the day, there, there's nothing worse than a coworker sometimes. So we can all relate there. Um, a couple other really good ones that I have. John Kukuru, a consistent, consistent, Podcast. He's coming
1: after Rick on the top of the leaderboard. I I say he's got to be up to almost four now.
0: Yeah, he's a guest. He's every single week. He's he's in it. He's communicating with us. He's adding. It's it's incredible. So he has he had a couple good ones this week. The first one is very relatable with all the Wi-Fi issues I've been going through. Comcast, terrible, terrible, terrible. But anyways, customer service hotlines. He goes. There's a 0.5 percent chance I'll talk to a human. I'm, I'm taking the under at, at this point, like with with, you know, automation being a big thing and all yeah. that jazz, it, especially when you need an answer it in, in ASAP and it's urgent and you just feel like there's no way out of it. There's, there's truly nothing more frustrating. So that really just hits the nail on the head. And I know Mike, Mike Ladoff, um, we've been texting with him a little bit here and there. He's been uh, listening. So thank you to him for being a loyal listener. He mentioned that, couple weeks ago too and i think it's it was a lot
1: of weeks so we couldn't get it in but now it's up once again so that's a dual duly awarded hate of the week there for those two well done i will say on that note uh triple a had a about a 30 minute wait due to you know covid manning is min manning type of deal and i just said screw it i'm gonna change my first tire and i couldn't wait the 30 minutes it was 95 degrees out I was in the full uniform. That might have been the sweatiest I've ever been in my life after changing a a solo tire.
0: Yeah, so we talked about this, I think, immediately after the pod last week, offline, and hell of a story to just be thrown into it. Screw AAA for just basically leaving you out in the dust in the 90-degree heat. That's brutal. Well, I I could
1: have been patient and sat in the AC, but I I felt like— you know, I want to get home. I don't want yeah. to wait like an hour and a half to get, get somebody no, to get here.
0: No, if you want something done right and you want it done as do quickly as possible, just do it yourself, step up to plate, and that's what you did. So a couple uh, snaps to you there. Well, A couple more on my end before we switch gears. Harry Azaro, another one, just continues to just, you know, relentlessly involve himself in the pod, and we can't thank him enough. Some gold coming from him. Uh, he said, old people... This is literally verbatim, old people scratch ticket slash gambling addictions, my God. So me and Curtis immediately think of the people who just sit there with the, you know, the Budweises and they got the cigarette hanging out of their mouth playing Keno and, or the people who really have nothing to do, they were retired and they just scratch the a lot of scratch tickets every morning. So I, apparently Harry hates those types of people. I mean, everybody has their vice. I guess that's better than drugs, but Harry doesn't seem to think so, so. You know, yeah. each their own.
1: Our official motto on that one's going to be scratch your heart out, old people. It's better, <laughs> Hey, it's a lot better than them being on Facebook, Harry. Don't get me into that.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. Some people just need to get off of there. Um, do you want to take us away with some others?
1: Yeah, some my other fans. My side of the house on the, the Twitter sphere and a couple on Instagram. Uh, your boo, Leah Thompson, my put boo. in another good one hot Mm -hmm. sand at the beach so if you're you're walking in there at maybe a midday and that sand is a boiling 120 probably
0: miserable miserable you gotta dig yourself the hole
1: yep to get down to the hard sand and not scald your feet you may have forgot your sandals to run to the concession or to the bathroom to that god-awful bathroom oh Uh, don't get us into that again yeah like hot sand Hate of the Week doesn't get much better than that. You look forward to the days where, you know, it's an 82 to 85, I'd say, is ideal, and that stuff doesn't get too hot. It's just hot enough, though. Exactly. To couple off that more beach talk for Hate of the Week, Brent Murray sends in from San Diego. uh, When you set up at the beach, the entire beach is clear. You get your spot. Settling in. Maybe you just cracked a, a cold, crispy boy. And then, what's the next thing that happens? The family of 10 comes in right on top of you, kids oh screaming, balls getting thrown at you, just chaos ensuing. Maybe they turn on a real loud radio. Either, maybe maybe, maybe a
0: couple of them light up cigs and it's blowing down wind in your yeah. face. I mean, they got the oh, nothing we're, works. We're
1: back to square one of the pod, and just <laughs> the it's beach. It's just
0: hey, everything comes full circle. That's all it is
1: there's so much to love about the beach yet there's so much to hate too
0: <laughs> hey double-edged sword that's why we do it every other week man
1: all right well let's get into ours here drew what do you got yeah. this
0: week? so mine is a little bit interesting it's sort of a couple different things but all the same generally My hate of the week is biting your gums slash tongue when eating uh like for or like you know when you're eating a chip and you kind of bite it wrong and it stabs you in like the top of the roof of your mouth. Anything like that, if like something stabs my mouth, burns my mouth, if I bite my gums or my tongue, I f- just feel like anytime anything like that happens, I immediately just feel like my mood is immediately thrown off, like in an instant. And I am just miserable and immediately just distracted with whatever meeting it's. I don't know why this literally happened an hour ago. I was eating Dairy Queen and it happened yep. and I just took a fat chunk out of my gums It was immediately just pissed off. And I had to say, I had to hear my grievances.
1: I think to go along with that, you gave me a couple honorable mentions that popped up in my head there. Brain freeze to go along with the Dairy Queen right there. Oh my God, yeah. That's the worst. And then like a canker sore that you just can't get rid of. You can't.
0: Oh, it just stays there for days and like, oh my God. Yeah, they're
1: like gargle with salt water, all this bull crap. It's like, it's just going to go away. I'm not going to do anything.
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: All right. Well- my hate of the week other than those honorable mentions you got any anything else
0: um i think that pretty much covers it from my end
1: okay well my hate of the week then gonna be radio political ads i'm in a battleground state right now i'm still a legal mass resident never give that up but every time i turn on the radio i hear about this random you know congressman or city council and it's like listen First of all, commercials on the radio could be my hate of the week, because I'm turning the radio on for one thing and one thing only, to listen to some tasty licks, some jams. (laughs) And I don't want it interrupted by anything. I understand the radio hosts, you know, they got to introduce the artists and all that stuff. I'm fine with that. Get rid of the commercials, get rid of the political ads especially, and just give me straight up music.
0: Give me jams. Yep. Simply put.
1: That's my hate of the week. I don't have any honorable mentions. Uh, without further ado, we'll move on from the hate of the week. Move well. Great fan output this week. Drew. Give it to me. Stock talk. You're oh, in. Baby. You're officially in the game.
0: Yeah. I want to first, you know, thank you. Thank Robin Hood. And thank some fellow uh, colleagues of mine. In the some fellow game. hoodies. Some fellow hoodies. Uh, some R hoodies, yeah. That have, uh, you know, brought me in with open arms over the past week. It's been quite the journey. I said a week ago, probably about, Yep. Um, you know, I don't know if I'll be fully invested in, in the app and, you know, actually putting dollars down, but here I am. It's not a lot, but it's a start. I told the folks I'm going to get comfortable with it. I'm going to learn. I'm going to educate myself. And six, seven days later, here we are. And we're, we're ramping up. I'll tell you that much.
1: Uh yeah. I mean tell the folks about your first day in some green, I would say. Uh pretty decent jump by one yeah. of the stocks.
0: Yeah, so for me, I think one of the biggest things that I've learned is just like you know, this might sound a little bit lame, but I don't wanna you know, I'm never gonna get too excited. I'm never gonna expect too much just given the amount that I'm investing. Like you said, to make money you gotta, you know, you gotta put money into it. And at yep. this point I'm sort of just still learning. So um if it's $2 in my case or $200 in your case, we're still in the green, and it's directionally accurate, and, you know, that's all it is. We're making gains, and there's nothing like it. I'll tell you that. The thrill of just waking up and seeing that and tracking progress each day, it's, hey, it's exciting. I they... won't say addicting yet, but we're getting there, and I'm, I'm learning a ton. So you're, you got me on the hook. You haven't reeled me in quite yet, but you got me on the hook. They –
1: Tell you not to look at it every day, but who who isn't going to look do. at it every day? Come on. You do.
0: And shout out DraftKings, the big boy today. Yeah. And shout out were... Curtis for Curtis planted that seed, I believe it was yesterday on the earlier side of yesterday. Yep. I immediately bought in and then 24, 26 hours later. Here we are.
1: I'd like to say I I told our buddy Josh Wilson a couple of weeks ago on DraftKings. We I was actually a little late on when I told him to like let's start looking to get in and we probably missed a 2 or 3 dollar per share hike but I don't see it going anywhere from up uh, as states try to legalize and then yeah football comes back I mean yeah the college football is the downside of it right now but say the rest of the conferences play that that app's going to be going wild so
0: especially with NFL I don't know obviously we can't predict anything given how this has went but it looks like as of right now, we're going to have a season to some capacity and yep. boy oh boy has DraftKings missed football. So if that comes back, you know, and everything goes well,
1: I will say great moves by them recently though. They they're the official sponsor of the PGA tour. And then also they just signed a three-year MLB contract, I believe with the major league baseball. So they're getting all the big sports organizations no. going They're They're set for the future is what I like, like to see. On the other hand, what a bad move by me on Tesla. I mean, I got in at a pretty low point a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. I got out, got my quick buck, and I'm sitting here now. You know, it just reached another record high. I think it touched 1,900 a share
0: today. So oh, I don't want to throw... Oh, my goodness. Look, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but you did mention you may have sort of been influenced by a rule of some sort, a tip or trick yes. that somebody had given you. Not that, no, I'm not saying that you regret what you did because, you know, you did the right thing. And at the I'm end glad of the day, it's 2020, it's right? You yep. can't, you can't predict those types of things. And hey, that's what I learned day one. That's the beauty of it, right? There's yep. no, there's no system, there's no procedure. Just, it's like shooting darts with your eyes closed.
1: I think Josh had a good, uh, rule to go by. He's like, you have to pick your rule. Are you a long term investor? Or are you short term? Take your three to five percent, get out. Uh, I was stuck in the middle of that one and I didn't. Yeah. I didn't decide until, you know, I sold it. Hey, what am I doing? So
0: Yeah. Hey, you live in your land.
1: You win some, you lose some. Uh, even when you win, you lose some.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: but we, we love
0: it, though. Good start.
1: Absolutely. We'll check back in week to week. Uh, oh, yeah. Watch out if Drew gets down. We, we could have some real emotions here on the pod. We could
0: be on another hate of the week next week, or I just could be MIA. Who knows? But shout out Robin Hood. <laughs> Super be. easy to use, too.
1: Yeah. And I, I like what you said last week is, you know, what if I put some significant money into this and instead like on a down day, I just don't eat dinner that day. You know, that's how I save yeah, what just I lost.
0: Instead of dinner, like I was saying, you know, at this point, you know, get a new car, get an apartment, things like that. And then what do I have left? I have after that, I just, in terms of necessities, it's really just food, like feeding myself and clothing yeah. myself which I'm capable of doing yeah so then it just comes down to food and, and meals you know yeah uh, you know ideally three a day but like I said to you yesterday offline if it comes to a point where hey I gotta put my phone on a plate for dinner and scroll through Robinhood for an hour instead of eating dinner because I don't have the money for it <laughs> so be it but hey God bless me if I get to that point yeah guess you... where it's addictions in the world
1: and to roll on from that drew let's head into our sports 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 segment. Big weekend for us, uh, and then going into Monday night even, the old double Boston playoff schedule. We had the Nothing Celts, like it. Celts at 6 o'clock and Bruins okay. at 8. Boy, um, did I miss that. It was nice. I, I have to say, I ended up picking up the Celtics around, I'd say, 7, 15-ish. Uh, watched yep. them to the end, and then I switched right over to the Bruins. Perfect uh, time,
0: though. Great yeah. finish of the seas and and brought you right in led you right in opened yeah. the door for you to the bees
1: it did and and it was it was rough going there for the bees for a bit and and then we we got a exciting third but just thoughts right on in. the night and then we'll maybe dig into some other stuff
0: yeah uh you know quick little minute spiel here south X looked good uh i have to i i can't this can't go unsaid gordon hayward out a month yeah uh, with an ankle not ideal he looks like the not the missing piece, but the the piece, like the key, the I guess. Glue because guy. the glue guy, who you need to, you need this. It's another need,
1: threat, like they have to guard him exactly. Too.
0: You, you need that supplemental offense, especially from him, yep. to hit big shots when you know a guy like Jason or Jalen or Kemba can't for whatever reason. But um, I think, given that we have the one game lead, I think we can win three. You know three out of six games. I believe the first series, is it seven or five? I honestly don't remember. It uh, beats me. That always confuses me, the difference between the sports. Well, either way, we have a game lead. The Sixers don't scare me. Ben Simmons is out for the rest of the year. I think it's five. Is if it's Either way, give Joel Embiid what he wants and make other guys beat you. I don't think they can. I think the Celtics still have the better team, so I'm not too worried about that on the Bruins' end. Um, I mean, holy shit, we were texting about it. Things were not well. Halak, Played horribly. Can I just say that? He okay. th- those two goals are say are should have hey, been saved. The worst things. part
1: was I think I think it ended up only being one shot in the third period.
0: Yeah, they got one shot, one goal, in the first period, and then one shot, one goal in the third period at two different points. Yeah. But long story short, the uh, boy did. Jake DeBrus and the boys end up bailing out Halak. I get it. You know he's gonna have an off night, but holy shit, I mean, down 2 nothing, going to the third, things weren't looking good, we had a power play to open things up, yep. Lolly gagged it a little bit, in my opinion, and then the hustle play by Debrask to, you know, Reimer comes out and, check, and uh, pokes the puck, and Dabrask pots it, he cut, you know, cuts the lead in half, and then here we are with, it's a one-goal game with about 10 minutes left, and, I mean, the left, the, the rest is history you they just
1: exploded yeah. it was
0: it was like they just flipped a switch and the canes looked like they ran out of gas and i almost said the patriots because it reminded me of 23 in a well, way where
1: the, reimer i didn't know this they mentioned it on the telecast that uh he was the goalie for toronto
0: yeah when they were up four one in the third that's the not so basically the moral story is that's not the first time he's blew that type of lead against the bruins yeah um, the historic collapse by Toronto in 2013, but... And
1: a couple of those were unsavable, like the... What was oh, it? yeah. Char- the, I think it was Charlie Coyle who went the top left. Oh, Clifton. Clifton, Clifton sorry. One-timer,
0: yep. but, I mean, that's perfect placement you on a one-timer from that, behind yeah. the net. Like, that's... You don't have a chance. And then, DeBrusque and Marshawn both had DeBrusque, the puck in the crease. The DeBrusque one was sketchy, like... Yeah. But I know, still, I mean, uh... there's, no, there's no black shirt around him, like... The the, hur- the breakdown yeah. defensively for the Hurricanes is inexcusable. And Brindamore after the game, the Canes coach said basically like he put it on him, which all of respect to him. You know, he didn't have his guys ready, clearly. And that's where the veteran leadership of the Bruins comes into play. And I think that's the difference so far in the series is like experience and that, you know, wily veterans with the, you know, the savvy. Just the grit, I guess, to not give up. I, I mean, I don't really know how else to put it. I was screaming my lungs out i like I said on Twitter, I haven't felt like that since probably like january February. It felt like real playoff hockey, so yeah, got me going
1: uh to note on the n b a stuff the n b a bubble is so cool, like just the vid- the videos that are coming out on Twitter and stuff have you seen yeah. like the guy who you just played the the night before just having lunch on like a disney picnic like table yeah
0: it's 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 insane like did you see that they built a barber shop from like in basically they built an entire barbershop in the middle of just this lawn in less than 24 hours, just because it was requested. Like it's yeah. basically like, boom, you get like, they're trying, they're trying and all the power to them cause it's working.
1: Well, I just like the, the caption to it was, I think this is only like a better version of AAU basketball, like growing up of just seeing oh, yeah. the, the same guys every like single week in the week. lunch line, exactly. week in, week out. Like that's oh, so cool. And then it's unbelievable to the Bruins point you know you got to mention the fact that we weren't here last week at this time when Tuka had opted out but oh my god we almost
0: missed, I almost forgot Halak, Halak played
1: great the first game that Tuka was out a little Shadalai. shaky last night but he's got limited reps you can't blame the guy at this point no, point. and like we talked about it. the Tuka stuff was wildly you know disappointing mainly because of the comments that came the day prior if you're a pr guy and you like he says those comments and he's talking to you about opting out the next day you're like this is a this is a bad look this doesn't look like you're leaving for the family and i saw all the videos of the bruins players being like you know you, you guys don't know what we're going through and all this it's like yes but from an optics standpoint that exactly. looks atrocious.
0: The optics of it look bad. The timing of it looks bad, especially with the comments he made. Yes. Again, I, I'll side with them, and I'll give Tuka the benefit of the doubt. I we have no idea what's going on, so we totally respect the decision. I do at least, but like you said, the timing of it with those comments that he made make it look a lot worse than it is. And at this point, it is what it is. You know, I that's where I'm going to leave it. Halak is i would he's say taken over but uh, it would have been nice
1: talk. my point is it would have been nice if like you said you mentioned it was a fresh start for a lot like halak had been playing those playing games if this was leading yeah. up to this inevitably
0: exactly yeah timing's not good optics aren't good based on the comments halak's the guy i'd consider him like a top backup in the league he's more than capable given the offensive firepower we have so we'll see what happens it sucked and it honestly when i saw it, i didn't believe it but then You know, like you said, naturally, you go to the comments he made the night before and you're like, you kind of start connecting the dots, which is unfortunate. But again, the timing of it isn't great. So hope everything's cool with the guy. I I respect him. I respect his decision. And it's Halak's team. Let's see if he can do it.
1: If they win win the cup this year, does he come back? Do they sign like or do they just roll with Halak? So
0: the only reason I think Ross comes back, he has one more year left on his deal. So I'm okay. I think just based on the financials of it, I think it's an easy decision for him to just choose to come back, make his money last year on his deal, and then retire or, you know, figure out what he wants to do. Um, do you think they
1: consider moving him?
0: It's a tough question. I think I I can't insinuate anything other than what the players are saying. Like, all I can take is service level, What's what they're saying. And as far as we know, you know, outside of making any crazy assumptions – they respect his decision, so it doesn't seem like, at least from our standpoint right now, it's a like it's a locker room issue or it's going to break up the team. Or yeah. so from that standpoint, I really can't comment on it. Um, look, I I hope he comes back. I still think he's a better goaltender than like than Halak is, but I, who the hell knows? Again, it's twenty twenty. Not, not no one is safe. Is, I'll just put it that way. Yeah. We, we Op- really don't know.
1: Optically, like we were talking about, it would be really hard for me to. See them like re-signing to like yeah. a long-term deal, maybe because of the financials, yeah. you keep them around for another year. But to move on from that a little bit, yep. Yeah. But still the same genre here in in the Bruins game. We ripped apart Jake DeBrusque a little last week. We, we did. And yeah. also, I was ripping Marshawn last yeah. night during the game because yeah. it's just one of those games where I watch and he's not winning the puck battle in the corner. He's making dumb turnovers, and then what happens? You get yeah. three goals. Massive goal. Hey, three goals combined from the guys we put the old Jonah True. on. Some would say we were doing it to their benefit, doing the old reverse yeah. Jonah. But... Exactly.
0: Um, on the DeBrusque point, like he, everybody and their mother who's been wa- even watching a little bit of these games now, he had he sh- the kid should have nine goals in this series alone. Yep. With just the chances he've ha- he's had, he seemed like he was snake bitten, and you know. Even Cassidy said, like, he's a streaky scorer, so hopefully this gets him going. But hell of a game from him. And then Marshawn, I know, you know, the way I put it is he just plays chaotic. It's the type of guy he is. He's a rat. He's going to get under your skin. He's going to cross the line. And, like, you know, some of the blind drop passes and Deaksy does at the blue line. And it's just chaotic. But at the end of the day, the kid plays his balls off. And he's one of the best players in the league, so I got to respect him from that standpoint. But – it is scary to watch sometimes. I will not deny that.
1: Yeah. And what a pass. Uh, the geometry off the board. Oh, my there. God. Krug.
0: Krug Holy to get Marshawn
1: in on a, on a clean breakaway practically. Uh, but let's move on to. Before. Hold on. I got one more thing. Oh, goodness. I, ha- I
0: can't not mention what? McAvoy's hit on oh, the hip Jordan Yeah. Oh, my God. It was like a Cronwall, kind of his back shoulder elbow into him. Yep. When they were still down a goal. To get the boys going in an, in an empty arena too to hear that reaction from the bench i mean yeah i will say the watching
1: hockey for me for no fans isn't that much of a difference like their crowd noise stuff is good but yeah. the, the sound of the ice and the commentators like talking anyways seems normal if yeah. you flip over to the basketball side of the house
0: it's weird dude it is
1: so, because it's empty gym, you got the squeak of the sneakers. The
0: squeaking is so loud, and the dribbling, in the in the guys talking. Yeah, it seems like it's up forty volumes. I just thought that it's was so like weird.
1: my weirdest uh, watching sports during this. I was like, hockey sounds kind of normal, and then basketball yeah. is like so totally out of it. I
0: don't know if it's just because
1: hockey is a faster game, and like things are happening so much quicker. I think you always hear the the skating and the puck and stuff, and like the only yeah. thing you're missing is those goal reactions or big hit reactions.
0: Yeah, NBA is a weird one, but again, for me, beggars can't be choosers. I'm so glad we all have, we have this back. We've been waiting for this, man, since yeah. we started this thing, and we're here.
1: Let's let's get back to you know the the sport that started it all, the PGA Tour. <laughs> but we'll talk the amateur Max. side of the house uh, this week. Big news coming out of it was, you know, a, a so-called caddy out at Bandon Dunes where they're holding the event. And actually yep. let's roll right into our fraud of the week segment. Drew. Why don't we?
0: We might as well. Would you like me to let, let's start with you just yeah. because you've already sort of introed it. So let's I've, start there.
1: I've built it up here. Perfect. Well, 18th hole, I believe it's the round of 16. So 16 golfers left match play. Uh, I I think they were tied going into 18. It was yeah. Strafasi and Pinto and Pinto hits it into this front bunker. Uh, he's, going up to the green, looking it over, trying to see where he wants to land the ball. His caddy is now stepping into the bunker, maybe to check the lie. What's he do on national television where, you know, they got the blimp is watching. There's cameramen all over the place. Bones Mackay, Jim Bones Mackay, Phil Mickelson's old caddy is there commentating. And this guy goes down and and touches the sand. Like a
0: at Kihaba Beach. Like Checking he's at the wind playing for Can Jam.
1: <laughs> yeah. He goes down and scrubs the sand with his hand in. The people who are like his, his player actually even came out and said, you know, he's a good guy. He didn't mean to do this. Blah, blah, blah. No, that caddy is my fraud of the week. He's a local (laughs) caddy at one of the best golf courses in America. He said, he's only been there for like a year. They're saying great. You're inexperienced, whatever your caddy in the United States amateur, tournament the most prestigious amateur tournament in the world other than maybe the british because it's a little older but i'd say the u.s amateur is a little better and you don't have the wherewithal to know the rules of golf like that's on you your caddy is paying like they're paying a good amount of money that week to employ you for the week and to know what you're doing and you go down and do so something so egregious like drew you don't know a lot about golf you've caddied for me before yeah In your wildest dreams, would you ever, when I'm going to check, you know, what it looks like on the green, just hop down into the bunker and touch the sand around the ball?
0: Absolutely not. I think for me, I, now this is just because I'm, I, I'm, I have a more conservative mindset because I know that the person that I'm catting for clearly knows five times as much as I do. So I'm not going to just take it on my own regard to go do something like that. But again, still, like you said, the position he's in, I don't care if you've been caddying there for a month. If you're in that type of tournament, yeah, like that's
1: know what you're doing. And if you yeah. don't, ask. And if
0: you do well, if you don't, don't do something like that. Like <laughs> if if you're even slightly unsure, yeah. don't do it. True. They
1: have rules officials in every group, probably at that stage of the round of sixteen. And, and, and
0: get, this is just me too. Like yeah. I gotta say this last night. I Hardly ever in my entire life have heard of stories where caddies are costing guys. And yeah, like, so to like, get to that like, point, he lost. To...
1: It's a loss of hole when he does this, and he, the guy, the kid lost the match. That's awful. The kid who I mean, lost the match, you know, he he handled it graciously. Said, you know, yeah. good guy, whatever. Well, the guy he played, who he was just tied to going into yeah. eighteen, won the United States Amateur.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about kicking the dick, like. I don't know what else to say. It's crazy. I've never heard of something like this happening where a caddy can have that much of an impact. Especially, it's not even like, I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. I saw this and I immediately screenshotted it and sent it to you because I'm yeah. like, I can't even, like, this is wild.
1: You want to know why he's my fraud of the week too? Because I, I gave you basically, he's kind of a fraud caddy in that, right? To be out there caddying in this type of event. Not, yeah. not knowing what you're no, doing. No, 100%, 100%. The, the worst part is say he didn't know what he was doing fine, like that's ignorance is bliss at that point, I guess, yep. and you can forgive the guy. Yeah. He knew exactly what he was doing. You know why? Cuz when they went up and asked him afterwards, like they're trying to figure out what the rule is and did he actually do it cuz people saw it. He denied it the entire he time. He said he didn't do it. Denied it, even and though it's they, on national television. They go to the blimp. They have it in ultra slow mo. And it's literally slow-mo. just his
0: hair, his hand going through the sand.
1: <laughs> Drew, it's ultra slow mo, and you can see you're each kidding. grain of salt getting brushed around in the oh bunker.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's so terrible. So,
1: that hall, makes me sick. Hall of Fame fraud, and yeah. you're gonna have another Hall of Famer. I know, but I mean this. Yeah, that guy. Get out of town. If you don't know what you're doing, fine. But to then deny it on top of it and say you didn't, get up Like, that guy should not, and uh, I might get in trouble for saying this, should he have the job, like, at Bandon Dunes? I don't know. Maybe a local, you know,
0: random guy going out. That's not for us to say. But, yeah, again, like, I I think it's less about the course. I'm going to scrub that. I can't say. Yes, you can. I think it's less about the course and more about, the situation that he's in and who he's caddying for and what, the, like, this is not let me, me rephrase, friggin Let friggin' rephrase.
1: So, I, I have to say, like, that guy cannot be caddying in a U.S. amateur. I don't care if he learns the rules 10 years down the road. Like, you just proved that not only did you not know the rules, maybe, but you're also, you know, You're a very
0: poor decision You're maker. a lying. Even if you're a liar. Like, Even if you don't know the rules, you should... Yeah. You just dug yourself a deeper hole. So that is, yeah, that's as fraudulent as it gets. Yep. Not great.
1: So without further ado, we'll get on to yours. This one's going to be a hotly contested one. Uh, yeah. Sent in partially by, it's a, it's a havesy by you and Jason Mazzina,
0: I'd say. I, I think it's a havesy by 90% of my Twitter feed and yeah. 90% of my Facebook feed. It, if you don't know about this already, I'll give you the, the lowdown. Um, Texas Rangers manager, Chris Woodward. He was all salty yesterday in a post-game presser. Uh, I'll set the stage a little bit. So basically, the Padres were up seven runs in the eighth inning against Woodward's Rangers when Padre batter Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a 3-0 grand slam. So three balls, no strikes on Fernando Tatis Jr. Yep. In the eighth inning, up seven runs. Yep. He takes it upon himself to ball right down the middle, right down the pipa. 3 absolute piss missile, Grand Slam. Yeah. Okay? To almost double the score. Mm-hmm. And Woodward's initial reaction is he thinks, oh, Tatis wasn't respecting the game. He wasn't honoring the age-old norms of baseball, that whole BS. And my thing with that is, like, excuse my language, but fuck that. I mean... Yeah. And I got actually a pretty... At Something else right now. This was about 25 minutes ago, Kurt. Yep. Guess what he just did again? After they made him apologize last night after the game, they're up six right now, and he just stole third on a diving play, (laughs) took it upon himself. So if that's not a middle finger to everybody in the MLB, including his own manager. Yeah,
1: his own manager. Who threw
0: him under the bus and said that he shouldn't have had the green light there and should have taken a strike down the middle. Yep. Every single person on Twitter, Kurt, is saying – every pitcher, everybody I've seen, every national reporter is saying ML, Major League Baseball batters are not going to give up a single pitch. There is no reason that in the MLB – first off, seven runs isn't crazy. No. Yeah.
1: In two innings, like, up. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, so, you can easily put up seven in an inning. We've seen it in many cases. Exactly.
0: And especially – Let alone two. In the MLB, for a guy to just take a strike like that, it, no. Like, it, it's just so wrong to me, and I think a lot of people will agree. So, the moral of the story is, should he have taken the pitch and respected the game up that many runs, or should he have said, screw it, which he did, and hit an absolute moonshot in the eighth inning to just extend the lead? And then, and then tonight, after he was forced to apologize, unfortunately, to steal third on his own down, like up six like that and just dive in like is I saw that and just started I,
1: laughing I want that guy on the Red Sox is what my <laughs> my mind is telling me and, and my reaction to this would be that this and don't like this is an old school reference this isn't fucking Little League all right this yeah. isn't junior league this isn't senior league this isn't, this isn't high, even school. high school this, this is isn't even college. college no this is the MLB these players get paid millions no. upon millions the most Like, overpriced league in all of the land. Yeah. And you're telling me that somebody's feelings might get hurt? That somebody should take a pitch? They just got taken yard because they threw a fat one over the middle of the plate on a 3-0 count.
0: Throw a better pitch. That's the only thing I can
1: say. Throw a better
0: pitch. Or don't get behind the coat. 3-0 on the guy.
1: As Kenzie would say, that manager should have been fired immediately when he came out and apologized for that. That's insanity. Now, there's other sports where... You would think of this and you'd be like, maybe don't run it up, right? Football is one of them that I think of. If you're
0: up 40 in the fourth because, quarter, or 30 seconds And left. the
1: only reason for that is because of injuries, like yeah. related activities, is you don't yeah. want your starters in there type of deal. Baseball is totally different. Like this guy's up there hitting. How is he really going to injure himself?
0: And you're only up seven. Like it's not like you're up 25 runs. No. Seven is, you know. A bad like, inning. But,
1: it's a It's a really bad no. inning, but it's. Like it's doable. It's very much doable. And again,
0: not like Chris Woodward is my primary fraud of the week for just getting pissed and starting this off. But Fernando Tatis Jr. own manager basically threw him under the bus, saying, "Oh, like kind of almost agreeing, saying that like you know you got to honor the game." And also Ron Renicki, we talked about him last week. The guy has no pulse, right? The, the new Red Sox manager yep. makes you want to jump off a bridge. He tried saying, "Oh." I wouldn't I wouldn't I would definitely wouldn't have given my batter green light there. Get out of my face, Ron. I want you gone. Cora, I need you back as soon as you can because that is the most typical old guy just washed up loser mentality from Ron Reneke. Yeah. And that's why the Red Sox have 4 wins in 3 months and they probably won't get another one until next year when Cora's back and Sales back. So Also, there you go.
1: along with that, like How many of these guys are actually getting green-red-lighted at the plate by the third base coach or whatever? I would be willing to say, like, maybe 5% of the time for guys down the end of the order. Especially, yeah. Listen, the MLB manager job, for me, is one of the, like, most overblown, like, hard-to-do things. Like, give me a break. These guys are all world-class athletes not to mention the amount of mismanagement you see in pitching staffs that are going yeah. on. And the fact that everybody now is going off of computer data analytics and yep. they have no decision-making of their own fruition. No, the statistics make They're the decision just for you. Re- They'll rely on the statistics and when it doesn't work, they'll say, well, you know, we went by the statistics. It's, exactly. a, it's a bailout. So every MLB manager who does that and yeah. is making this case, oh, I'm going to not give them
0: the green light there, you're frauds. And also, to add to that, one more thing, too. I think Carabas might have tweeted this from Barcelona, so credit to him. But this is the problem with the MLB to begin with and why it's just going down the shitter.
1: Why would you watch the game if that is he's going to not get a green what,
0: What's a more exciting highlight, Kurt? Watching him take a fastball down the middle 3-0 to make the count 3-1 or watching this guy hit an absolute moonshot grand slam? Like, that—that that is what's wrong with the game to begin with is – people actually are favoring those types of decisions yeah to happen and that's why the game is just losing popularity because nobody in their right mind around our age at least wants to see that bs because it's just not exciting and fun let the let the boys play as they say let the boys play and let the boys i'm play. sick of it
1: absolutely well that's a good one to wrap up sports 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 let's head on over to or that was the both sports, 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 and fraud of the we week. We snuck fraud of the weekend, though. We did. It was all sports all the time, and let's roll on over to your dad joke of the week. See if you can follow up a, a classy performance last week. I think I got a
0: good one. Obviously, as always, brought to you by Gloucester Gear, where the locals wear. Shout out to A Shima. He's part of uh the Stock Talk. Okay. I've heard uh they only go up on Fridays, folks. So keep that in mind. Hey,
1: tr- you trademark that thing <laughs> under CQ. <laughs>
0: All right, let's hop right into it. What do you call a hippie's wife? I got nothing.
1: Mississippi. <laughs> All right, I like that. Play on words again. Yeah, snuck it in there a little bit. Okay, that's a solid one. I'll, I'll yeah, I'd rate that like
0: not my best not my no. worst. i put it in like the seven range six I, and a half to seven range
1: top third it's in your top third. it, it
0: hooked say. me so i had to i had to throw it out there for the folks
1: all right are you ready with the woman of the week we'll roll right on in yeah i'm born ready boom go
0: so this is an easy one i shaved my beard completely down to nothing a couple of weeks ago and leah told me that i wasn't going to say her name but i'm going to just say it and put on blast she said that I look like Sarah Jessica Parker when oh, I shave. Nice. So Sarah Jessica Parker is my woman of the week because I feel like that's a compliment. I don't know if it's a digger compliment. You guys can kind of make that up for yourself. Yeah. But
1: SJP, not, what, not what,
0: the worst. Not the worst comparison.
1: Sex in the city, right? SJP, sex in the city I,
0: lady? I, gun to my head, I have no idea. I, I know who she is, but I don't know if that's what she's in necessarily.
1: Okay. But yeah, Sarah
0: Jessica Barker. I guess we're twins when I don't have any fish hair, so I'm cool with it.
1: All right, solid. I am going to go, and this could be an unpopular one in this day and oh, age, Drew. I'm going to go me.
0: with Ellen. Oh, my God. I was just talking about Ellen with Liz and Leah. I feel
1: like, Drew, I feel like, you know, she's getting She's getting roasted, killed right now. Killed. Roasted all over the internet because she... Probably doesn't treat her workers very nicely, and there may be some bad things going around the office. I'm gonna go Ellen on the side of the charitable donations she's given okay. throughout all the years, because yeah. I think you got to weigh the good and the bad. And you do, I think. I don't think all of it's came out yet with the what's happened on the Ellen show. What hasn't? But yeah, if you look at over the years, I remember watching and the amount of just huge checks she gives out to her guests or whoever is on the show or in the audience absolutely Uh, i guess you could go along with like oprah and any of the other daytime tv hosts that when it comes christmas time i feel like oh man they're slinging i feel like they give away five to ten million dollars worth of stuff
0: it's incredible now to your point we, we Elena has is getting killed right now annihilated a lot yeah. of flack over the past couple of months I don't know in this day and age you don't know what's true and you don't know when, what's not true it could be her producers maybe she just shows up and does her thing and you know the people actually doing the dirty work treat the employees like shit we really don't know but at the end of the day I I would have to sort of agree with you there there's no like you know the proof's in the pudding almost for lack of a better term with the amount that she does publicly at least yeah. um so you got to kind of give credit where credit is due regardless of what's coming out and if you think it's true or not but, yeah
1: that's we we won't pigeonhole ourselves into staunchly defending her because something awful could come out and we don't want to yeah we, we, We're we don't supporting condone her charitable donations for yeah. woman of the week yeah we
0: don't condone any
1: workplace of violence, viol- harassment, you know, violation,
0: harassment, etc. we do not. So yes. I just want to get that make that
1: note for the uh, the HR side of TWLC with charitable yes. donation Ellen. Exactly. All right, with that I think we'll wrap up here and we're looking at what? 45 minutes on the pod. Pretty good tonight from us. Pretty good
0: folks. We're buzzing. We're buzzing.
1: We'll give you a quote of the week. This one comes to you from Frederick Bachman. He states if you spend your whole life being someone else who will be you boom that'll wrap up T-double B-L-C this week I'm your co-host Curtis Quinn there's Drew Luster packed from last year play us out
0: what's for lunch T-double B-L-C
1: stay
0: in your seat what's for lunch today uh, seats. Brown Bag, Brown Bag The
1: Brown Bag Lunch Group